0: Thank you for listening to this gospel resource from Cornerstone Baptist Church in Wiley, Texas. Feel free to use or share this resource, but we ask that you not alter the content in any way. For more information about Cornerstone Baptist Church, please visit us at cornerstonewiley.org. Well, thank you, Jeff, for uh, for giving us that insight. And I, as Jeff and I talked before, are y'all, y'all hearing me back there okay? Uh, okay, good. <clears throat> Uh, We both sense a real sense of uh, unusual sobriety about this topic uh, today and all days. I know for me personally, over the past uh, couple of months, I think I can count five specific men that have come to me for help with with this issue, and they range in age from uh, 19 or 20 to mid-70s, so it's a pervasive problem. You don't... if you think you're going to get over this before because you get older, don't count on that. The, the challenge of it will, will last a lifetime. So uh, I won't belabor every point here with a, with a lot of detail, but just give you a few thoughts about this. I know my, my uh, role is to talk about how to counsel other men uh, with this problem. Uh, but in reality, as I've kind of worked through these thoughts myself, I've counseled myself. I don't. By God's grace, I don't have a addiction to pornography right now. Uh, but we all struggle with sexual sin and, and with temptation, so these things can be of help to all of us. I'll. Uh, <clears throat> by God's grace, uh, when I was I, at 19, was the last time I viewed any pornography uh, on purpose. I've stumbled onto it a now, time or two, but, but since then, but. Um, that was when I began to sincerely walk with the Lord, and I don't know how he did it, but I just quit. I didn't didn't need to go to the movies anymore and those kinds of things. Uh, <clears throat> but I'll tell you, I speak to the young men. I'm so glad to see young men here today. Uh, those images uh, lasted, in my mind, probably for 30 years. And I can still go get them, but they're not flashing before me all the time. So young men... Um, it's not worth it. A few minutes of titillating um, uh, sensation is not worth what that will do to you for the rest of your life. But <clears throat> let's look at this <clears throat> real quickly. <clears throat> Jeff and I didn't collaborate a whole lot, so we, we overlapped a few things. But just real, real quickly, we may take a few minutes past, <clears throat> past uh, 9.30, so if you need to go, we understand that. First of all, if we're going to deal with this problem and find victory over it, we have to label it the same way that God does, and God labels it as, as sin, and particularly, uh, pornography as a form of idolatry because it's a form of lust. So, um, it's a sin against, against God. It's a sin against, uh, against our wives. Also, and I think the point that I would make to us in this first, uh, this first point is that we must label it for what it is it is sin and it's a sin that we love to cover and we do cover it and and Jeff brought that out how uh, this is a sin of secrecy or at least we think it is and so part of the deliverance from this sin is getting it out from the secrecy and I thought about that passage um, in Psalm uh, uh, 32.5 David confessing his sin he hid it or he thought he did you know for years with Bathsheba but he says those that cover their sin will not prosper. But if, you un- if we uncover our sin and expose, them, expose our sins to the Lord, he said, I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover my iniquity. So we must uncover it. That's part of the problem, as, as Jeff has said. We, can, we think we can cover it. But spiritually, the things we cover continue to hold us in bondage. And so we must uncover it, first of all, to the Lord. Obviously, he knows, but important that we confess it to him and then we'll talk about confessing it to others in a few moments well <clears throat> the next step to freedom to pornography uh, i'd like to express it to you in a, a sermon that justin uh, made known to me a few months ago it's by a, a, a scottish minister named thomas chalmers and it's called the expulsive power of a new affection and um uh, I'll be glad to send it to you if, if you like. It's a long, long sermon, uh, and it's kind of tedious to read. But here's here's this point: we must replace sinful affection, in this case for porn, with the greater and pure love of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the point is that our that our hearts are always worshiping. They're always worshiping something. They cannot they cannot live without. Uh, they can. Uh, God has made us to be worshiping uh, creatures. And we either worship the one true God or we worship something else. And <clears throat> uh, Chalmers' uh, point in his sermon is that uh, the way to be delivered from a wrong affection is not to not to um, uh, focus on the wrong affection, but to find a new affection that's stronger. I remember hearing uh, John Piper give the illustration that said a fella called him. He's, he said, I can't, he said, I just can't stop looking at porn. And he said, I'm a traveling salesman, so when I go into a hotel room at night, and I, I click on the, on the porn channel and pay the price, and I, he said, I just can't stop it. And uh, Piper said, well, sure you can. He said, no, I, I can't. I've tried. He said, okay, let's say you're ready to click on the porn channel. There's a knock on the door, and there's a man there, uh, and he's got a duffel bag. He said, I've got a million dollars in this bag. If you won't click on that channel, I'll give you this million dollars. Would you do it? And he said, well, well, sure I would. That's worth a million dollars not to click on the porn channel. He said, there's my point. You, can't, you don't have to do this. You, you have chosen porn above other things. But if a greater value comes along, then you'll choose it. And just the real, <clears throat> the real point here, brothers, <clears throat> is that the greater value, the greater affection must be the Lord Jesus Christ. It must be his love. And as we focus and and drink from the gospel, uh, his love overcomes us. Our love for him overcomes us. And when that happens, automatically, as Jesus said, you can't serve two masters. They're mutually exclusive. When we love the Lord Jesus Christ and find our great joy in him and who he is, then the, um, well, like the song said, the things of this world will grow strangely dim we put our hope and our rest in him. And I think as far as just a practical step for us to take is that the way we know the beauty and the love of Christ most clearly is through the gospel. And so we've all talked about this, the, the wonderful opportunity and discipline of preaching the gospel to ourselves every day. Because it's through the gospel that we see God clearly, and then we see ourselves clearly. And we, a few, a couple of, uh, breakfast ago we gave everybody one of these little booklets called uh, A Gospel Primer and it just goes through preaching the gospel to yourself every day so I just encourage you uh, to do that it's interesting when sometimes when I talk to men about pornography one of the questions I ask them is well how's your daily devotional life how's your daily quiet time and the room gets real silent and they say well you know, I read a psalm a couple times a week, or I listen to a John MacArthur sermon on the way to work. Well, nothing wrong with either one of those things, but, but this is a rocket science, brethren. Uh, what we feed our soul with is what will control us, so feed your soul with the, with the grace of God. Um, and then uh, live out of your new identity in Christ. And, and uh, Jeff already touched on the passages I would in Romans 6, 7, and 8. Uh, let not sin reign in your mortal bodies. You're new. You're, you're new people in Christ. I heard the story about a, uh, an illustration when uh, slaves were emancipated after the Civil War. Uh, one slave uh, got that word and, and he said, I'm leaving. And he, he uh, was walking away from the plantation and his old master called him and said, Hey, you. where are you going? You, know, you don't have a right to leave here. And uh, he put his hands over his ears, he, and he said, You're not my master any longer. I no longer have to listen to you. And that's really the battle that we have, that Jesus is our master now. We don't have to listen to our, to our flesh. Well, freedom from porn requires radical action and help from the body of Christ. And here's this, or this radical action of, of uh, the Lord Jesus, if you're in Matthew 5, if your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. So he he's calling us to take radical action, whatever that means, with our phones or with our internet or uh, whatever we need to do. We need to take radical action uh, to do that, to cut off the access uh, to this scourge uh, because as Jeff cited in Romans 6 I, I see that here uh, we are slaves to whatever we submit ourselves to and guys I've heard some some fellows say well I don't I'm not addicted to porn I just every now and then you know like to have a little bit no uh, one drop of poison in a, in a glass of uh, milk or orange juice can kill you and so just one little drop can one little bit of porn uh, can get to us and <clears throat> uh, and keep us in bondage. And then the whole point that we need one another, Hebrews three, twelve and 13, uh, take care, brothers, lest there be in any of you an evil, unbelieving heart leading you to fall away from the living God, but exhort one another every day while it is called today that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. Brothers, uh, sanctification uh, does have individual dimensions to it, but it is a body process, and we should see it that way. Uh, if if one man in our church is addicted to porn, uh, we should all sense the burden of that because of what it does to him and his family, but what it does to our body, too. So uh, this is not something we can deliver ourselves alone. That's why God's provided the body for us to, to uh, do that. So we need to love one another and encourage one another and preach the gospel to one another, but hold one another accountable also. I'll get to a couple of applications for that in a few minutes. <clears throat> Well, a couple of other issues, and one is masturbation, and I even don't like to use that word. This is being recorded, and you know that's an awkward word to talk about, but it is one we must talk about because masturbation and viewing pornography uh, are both uh, have to do with sexual satisfaction, and they both are. They both come out of the same. Uh, that same cesspool of fulfilling our desires outside of God's will, uh, and they are both enormous. They are both completely self-focused. I want my desires fulfilled when I want them, and I will do it in the way that I need to. Where God's God's plan for the wonderful gift of human sexuality is that it be fulfilled in a relationship with one woman, to, to our wives. Uh, But brothers, when we allow our desires to be fulfilled through pornography or through self-stimulation, one of the things we're saying is, I want to be fulfilled and have my desires uh, satisfied without the hard work of a relationship. And brothers, y'all that are married, you know that is hard work in relating to our wives. It is for me. And... Uh, and, you know, for, for us, sex is an act that gives us relief and, and happiness, and those aren't bad things. But for a woman, sex is a extension of a relationship. I remember one time, I, oh, 30, 40 years ago, I saw this book that was called uh, Sex Begins in the Kitchen. And um, what he meant by that was not, you know, on the tile floor... <laughs> He meant, well, I hope no women hear this. (laughs) He meant, no, it begins in the kitchen, you know, helping to wash the dishes or complimenting her about a good meal that was, uh, that was, uh, that she made or, you know, whatever it may be. Uh, But when, when we, when we pursue other avenues for our sexual satisfaction, we're, we're refusing to have to put the hard work and the humility and the and uh, the diligence in a relationship, and that ought to. Uh, in fact, it it it's probably says many things about us as men, and maybe about our about our marriages. Um, masturbation. This is a, a, a thought I hadn't had till I was kind of working through these things, and that is that passage in First Corinthians seven three through five where Paul says. Husbands, you do not have authority over your body. And wives, you do not have authority over your own body. But, you're, but husbands, your wife has authority over your body, particularly in the, in the issues of sexuality. When it comes to sexuality and sexual fulfillment, she has authority over your body. That's a humbling but a reality thing to, to recognize. And so for us to stimulate ourselves... Uh, violates that command. We do not have the right to do that. We do not have that authority to bring satis- sexual satisfaction to ourselves. That is to be uh, in the purview of, of a relationship with our, uh, with our wives. Well, <clears throat> um, this, the last point there is if you're involved in, in uh, pornography or masturbation, you must tell your wife. Our first point is this is a sin against God. But right below that and the first human being, if you're married, is that this is a sin against your wife. It is a form of adultery. And brothers, it is a painful thing to think about. But when we, when we, reach sex, when we gain sexual satisfaction from porn or self-stimulation, we are saying to our wives, you don't satisfy me. You're not enough for me. And brothers, um, when wives understand that, that can be devastating to them. Uh, thankfully, the, the men I've talked to, they have faithful wives, and they're, you know, they want to work through this. But um, I, I read a statistic that men that were told, you must tell your wives, 90% of them said, no, I'm not going to do that, before they did it. But they knew it was the right thing to do. They were counseled wisely to do it. And after they did it, I think uh, 88% or something said that was an absolute necessary thing that I did and it, it provided the liberty that I needed to go forward. Because again remember the the hiddenness of this sin is what makes it so powerful and we must uh, expose it to not to the whole world but to those to whom it affects and it affects our lives. And I, I just gave you a point there. Uh, be careful how you do it. it. If you need to do that maybe we should talk. I've got some articles and things that will. I have one called Five Ways Not to Confess Your Sexual Sin to Your Wife." So there's five things you shouldn't do. So you can see where it needs to be done the right way. Um, but maybe we can talk about uh, talk about that. But just some uh, <clears throat> some resources. Um, lots of little lots of little mini books here that we have. I, I ordered a few extra ones. So here's the. Mini book on pornography. You're welcome to pick up one of those, um, <clears throat> and then the two that kind of say the same thing. What's wrong with a little porn when you're married? What's wrong with a little porn when you're single? Uh, I read the one about about marriage. is really really good. So you're welcome to pick up one of these. Uh, don't grab three or four. They they cost us about five dollars a piece. So we have them for you to have. But maybe uh, pick up pick up one, and then. Um, Let's see. Uh, oh, two, two websites that have really been helpful. Covenant Eyes is the one that provides the accountability software. So if you're struggling in this area, you need to get on Covenant Eyes and get a, an accountability partner that can monitor monitor you and hold you accountable. And then Harvest USA is another site that um, is just full of uh, resources and just you know, you can go in there and just uh, search for different topics uh, that we've talked about today and find some good, some good blog post there. And then uh, there's the Gospel Primer if you, if you need something to help you preach the gospel to yourself every day. This gives you some scriptures to meditate on. And I I've tried to make that my discipline every day. Now, uh, if there's not a gospel theme in some of my Bible reading, I pull out my little book and read a couple of verses there and meditate on it because I need my soul to stay warm toward Jesus and the gospel message does that for us and then something that I literally um, discovered uh, about nine hours, ten hours ago Uh, literally let's see I I don't uh... yeah it's called Into the Light Documentary my wife woke me up at one o'clock this morning, and said, "Have you have you seen this?" And, <laughs> you know, no, I'm asleep, you know. <laughs> anyway, she had she had found it on uh, on Tim Challies, one of his a la carte things. Tim Challies, a Canadian reform blogger, and I I pulled it up just you know for a few minutes last night, and uh, looked at it for a few minutes, um, but it's an hour and twenty minutes uh, on the issue of pornography, and guys, it is really good. I listened to all but the last. 15 minutes this morning while I was getting ready and it has guys on there that I love and, and appreciate uh, uh, Heath Lambert uh, uh, and then f- three or four other counselors like from a lady from Harvest USA and the wife of a man that uh, is the head of the biblical counseling coalition anyway it is really really good I, I thought maybe fact, uh, as I heard it I thought Jeff, I just want to play this hour thing. <laughs> it's so good. Um, but it talks about these issues that we've talked about today. So I'd encourage you to uh, pull that up and look at that. You know, maybe even maybe a group of us want to get together and watch it together over a few weeks or something like that. but it's just a wonderful um, a wonderful resource that kind of pulls things together in just a, a short time. So maybe some kind of support group, uh, find a trusted brother that you can pray with, can hold you accountable. Maybe more than one. If if I can be of help to you in some specific kind of counseling, I'll be glad to to uh, work with you on that. Uh, I think the main thing is, as Jeff said, I want to leave you with hope. Um, Sin shall not have dominion over you is the is the the word of Scripture because of the work of the Lord Jesus Christ for us, and now his work in us in sanctification. So there is no trial or temptation that's taken us that is not common to man. Boy, does that scream to us about pornography. It is common to man. Um, But God is faithful. He will not allow you to be tested or tempted beyond what you're able, but will with the temptation provide the way of escape. So what a great promise that we have uh, in our Lord Jesus Christ. So, um, wow, we're we're past time. Uh, Russ? I just want to mention one thing since you mentioned Heath Lambert, and I just actually happened to order seven copies of his book yesterday. Which, which book? By Small Group Men. He's got a book called Finally Free. Uh. It's a great book to be a resource for you. If you do not struggle with this sin, you will deal with men that do So it's important that we have resources in our hands. But I would encourage you to get that book called Finally Free. And Keith Lambert um, wrote that. Yeah, he's an exceptional fellow. He's the immediate past president of the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors and now the pastor of First Baptist Church Jacksonville, Florida, that's been in the news because they've taken a strong stand about human sexuality and marriage. Okay. Uh, I know we said we'd have some discussion, but I think we'll close in prayer and we can kind of discuss informally where we're past a little bit. So let's, let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we are so thankful to come before you knowing that you have received us in our Lord Jesus Christ. And so we rest in His righteousness imputed to us. We rest that He bore our sins, even our gross sexual sins in his body on the tree. So thank you for, for receiving us by grace. And we thank you for, uh, for your love and your care for us as our Father. And so we bring ourselves to you today. We want to walk in a manner that's fully pleasing to you, and particularly in this, uh, in this uh, sin that we've talked about. So teach us your ways, O Lord. And I pray for men in the room, perhaps, that are, that are deeply struggling Uh, with this sin. I pray that you would sow them your way and grant that we as your people as a body of Christ here uh, may walk together and find your your grace and your power and the liberty that Christ has purchased for us. We love you and we give you our thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. By the way, uh, Josh Matthew is here. Most of y'all don't know Josh Matthew, but, but we love Josh Matthew. He's in and out from Germany in the military, so we're glad to have you back with us a little bit, Josh. Thank you. Okay, you're dismissed. <laughs>